three words that could change the course of your day. I am hungry. <laughs> I was thinking of brooklyn.robinhood.com because that's our personal little uh, link that we have to give our listeners some free dessert when it comes to Robinhood and this investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks and ETFs and stuff. Listen, it's a great resource, but I'm going to call you out because I think when you say dot, those are two extra words. Those oh, five oh, words no, will change no, come your life. on, man. Brooklyn.robinhood.com. Yeah, I know the website. Listen, the, the stock market right now is volatile. It's going up. It's going down. This has, been a, this has been a hectic year for the stock market. That's why you need help. Help from a company like Robinhood that will help you learn how to invest. They're not going to charge you for your purchases and your transactions like a lot of other companies do. You have to check out Robinhood. It's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence, especially because they have this simple and intuitive, clear design with data presented in an easy-to-digest way. They do kind of spell it out. There's like there's charts and graphs. It yeah. shows you everything. What I like is that you can look for a stock in a category you like. So, for instance, if you want a stock that only deals in veg- vegetable, yeah. for your vegetarian, you want vegetarian products. Or if you want to do like uh, only companies owned by women, yeah. you can search for that, and it's easier to invest. I love the layout of this app. It's so it, it's 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 beautiful. It, it's almost a work of art. Uh, of course, you could uh, build your your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies uh, with this personalized news feed. And uh, right now, if you go to Brooklyn.RobinHood.com, uh, Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. How awesome is that? Yeah, but we have our own URL. It's yeah. Brooklyn.RobinHood.com. That's how you get your free stock. That's what I've been saying. You're welcome. Start up, start up. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, Brooklyn boys. Start up, start up, start up. They making noise. Start up. Start up, start up, start up, start up, start up. Episode 64. Holy crap. It's the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. 64 episodes. Yeah, man. And I think the last one should have counted as two. Quite honestly, this really should be number 65 what right here. Was it 100 and... It was two hours and 13 minutes. Something like that. It's a lot, man. Don't you think that's a lot? It was a lot. We did a lot of talking. I'm glad we didn't get a lot of complaints. Here's what I will tell you. So episode 63 was a, was a regular podcast, and then we had the interview with Anthony Cumia. That was like, ba-boom, added. Formerly of the Open Anthony Show. And when we were talking about uh, interviewing Anthony, we're both fans, which yes. is clear on the interview. You're well, a bigger fan than I am. I'm a, I'm a big fan. That's all right. You, you were I just think, like an obsessive fan. Yes, but I think you became more of a fan after meeting him and interviewing him. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, we were concerned, number one, that some of the stuff they did on their old show was very racy compared to what we do on the Elvis Duran Morning Show, and that people might not know him and might not care. They're like, I don't know this guy. I can't believe how many people tweeted at us and DM'd us and emailed us um, that, first of all, they, they didn't know we liked them. They're like, oh, we listened to both shows. How many people said, I didn't know who he was, I got to buy the book now, I want to hear more about the the Jill story where she found the girl in the closet. Oh my God. So many things we couldn't even get to that are in the book. Uh, definitely get it. It's uh, uh, Anthony Cumia's book, is it Permanently Suspended? Permanently Suspended. It's a great book. The oh, Rise so and Fall good. Of, a, of a radio legend. Anyway, thank uh, you, yeah. Anthony. He talked about us on his radio show. He, he did? Yeah. I didn't get to hear that. Yeah. That and was nice. I have to say... Uh, so episode 63 is Anthony, the yeah. huge long episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, almost twice as many listens than episode 62. So please don't forget your normal-sized episode 
62. Yeah, what's, what do you have against 62? Right. Dude, are we going to giggle when we get to episode 69? Is that going to be a thing? Of course. All right, I'm just saying. Maybe because, it shouldn't have a title. So, should be like, so shout out to all the people you, that may have found, like, <laughs> I think a lot of Anthony's listeners yeah. checked out our, our podcast, which is why it has so many listens. But 62 is classic. Yeah, it really is. But, really um, fun. Really do appreciate it. And by the way, uh, we're going to say this right up front. We we uh, we found out that we are part of the top three in the iHeartRadio Podcast Awards. We are top three okay. in the comedy category. I'm Remember, happy, but I'm nervous this now. This is an episode. Okay, hold on. This is six people in this, six podcasts in this category of best comedy, and we are in the top three. Yeah, but also the top half. The top half. Three up, three down. Right, so we don't know what order. We don't know which of the three we're in, what so place we're at. Please, right, first of all, thank you for voting as much as you guys it. have. Go to iHeartPodcast.com. and then if if you see me tweet, I voted for the Brooklyn Boys. Retweet that. It's I, I usually I usually tweet I voted for the right, and then hashtag Brooklyn Boys, hashtag iHeartPodcast podcast, and hashtag comedy comedy podcast comedy podcast. They didn't make it easy. No, but it, so look, if you tweet, that's one vote. You go to the website. You can vote five times, and then there's a Twitter logo yeah. there. I would go you to click the, on that. I would go to the website and get those five votes. Get those in five votes per email address, right? Per browser, per browser. So, <laughs> so again, I have f- uh, five Gmail accounts. I right. feel like I should get more, and so I vote every day. That's twenty five. I have, I have a lot of Twitter addresses. Yeah. That reminds me, I didn't vote today. I got to vote. Dude, I have my phone goes off in the morning. I vote at first commercial break. I do all my voting. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. Like so, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. So thank you for voting. But being in top three, and I'm, it doesn't matter who the other two people are because we're not going to vote for them. But I'm wondering, are we like so out in front, and they're like two and three in the distant distance, or are we close at three? I'm going to go with we're in third place, and we need the help. Okay. That's that's how you have to treat this. You never want to be like, oh, no. we're probably winning. We're probably not. We're, we're up against megastars. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let, let, let's go there. Let's get Whose that done. Whose podcasts are probably good. Yeah. You know, but sure. if you, and tell a friend. Tell all your friends. Tell tell your relatives. Please. Anyone with a Gmail account. Anything. Anything with an email account. Five votes every day. Thank you. An AOL account. And by the way, if we you have any of those left. I try my best to, to thank everybody that votes. Uh, I can't get to everybody because some of you guys are voting every day, every day. And I don't want to be annoying like, thanks, 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 thanks. Well, so yesterday they lit the Rockefeller Christmas tree in... Rockefeller Center. Yeah. And it was, you know, they do the same thing every year, and they always have performances, and it was on NBC, and it was awesome. You got beef. I do. But I feel like you're picking on you're, you're no, picking on the wrong person. Okay, but here's the problem. All right. Um, I was going to save all my gas for the podcast and how I felt about this, but Greg T. let the cat out of the bag this morning because Greg T. was just going on and on. He was like... Oh, I got to tell you guys, it this it was such a great show, and the Pentatonics performed, and then and then so and so, and then I think it's Martina just Pentatonics, McBride, by the way. Pen- if you're a fan. Pentatonics, whatever. No, not the, no the. It's Pentatonics. It's like red, it's like Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's the Foo Fighters. It's Foo Fighters. It's not the Foo Fighters. Right. Although sometimes they say it. Anyway, go on. So yeah, so so uh, he was just telling all Martina McBride and all these people, and he says, oh, he goes, and I got to tell you, the legend himself. Tony Bennett. Which is odd, because John Legend was there. (laughs) Right, because he would be the legend himself. Oh, by the way, John Legend, on with our show the week of... um, Next week. The week of December 3rd. Yeah, but not this show. The big show. The big show. Yeah, we can't. We didn't book Legend. We got Anthony Cumia, though. Right. A different different legend. So, as soon as T says this, I had to stop him dead in his tracks. What I was going to say for this podcast... And I want to say, you're Italian. This is sacrilegious, what you're about to say. I went right at him. Well, why? Because I'm going to diss Tony Bennett? 
Oh, yeah. His, his name his name doesn't end in an, in an O. Yeah, it's Antonio De Benedetto. Or De Benedetto. It's a much more Italian Listen, name. I have to put all that aside. I have to put my Italian heritage aside. You're a, a Tony. Your father's Tony. I know. I know. Listen, I love Tony Bennett. I get it. He's a historical figure at this point. He's iconic. You could throw every name in the book. You could you want to throw him in the Frank Sinatra category? Don't. But he's close. He goes in that world. He's he lives in way, that world. You just he, made a common mistake. I have to call you out. On he it. is not a Frank Sinatra. You said he's historical. What you meant was he's historic. He's historic. Yeah, historical means you're from history. Well, he's historic. Yeah, he's legendary. He he's will legendary. Be, yeah. People make that mistake all the time. He's gonna leave his legacy. Oh. Oh, I gotta remind, remind me, remind me, um, I have to bitch about uh, break a leg. All right. So, big, oh, big break problem. a leg. Was, yeah, big it's a problem huge with one. that. Yeah. So, so Tony's like, he had his, he sounded great back in the day. He doesn't sound good anymore. So, I understand the reason for bringing him out. Okay. He's, he. Was he on a hand truck? <laughs> you wheel the guy out every year for these types of events. And it, it brings back memories in people's heads that are watching, people that are watching the yeah, show. Yes, like, he's oh, symbolic with he's Christmas sy- shows. Yes, Mr. Christmas. Well, I, I think it. Perry Como. Uh, well, but still, he's, yeah. I understand all of this. Right. And I no disrespect to the man, but he's not a great singer. He, uh, he might, there's an argument that's out there that says that he never really was an awesome singer. He's a, he was or a, an awesome crooner he, he or was a, He was a he was solid a, guy. Was, Come on. Uh, but, he wasn't the Velvet night, Fog. But last night... Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Classic. Wait. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols being sung by a choir. Folks dressed up like Eskimos. Okay. That was great. At least it was... No, it was It was in key. But yep. it was... It was, it, it was voice it never was okay. cracked. No, it was Okay. It was okay. Okay. it was just okay. See, Greg T was like painting it like, oh my god, he's so awesome! I love it. Right. It was the best performance. Like, no, no. You know what? Pentatonix was the be- was one of the better performances. Everybody on that bill. Okay, but having was a great at- voice isn't doesn't mean it was a good performance. Right. Some of well, the greatest singers in the well, world are in the subway. Because they're not good performers, they just sing. But what what I'm telling you is, dude, Britney Spears isn't a great singer. People are associ- no offense to Britney Spears. Leave Britney alone. People are associate. People are. They have all this. They have this preconceived notion about Tony from all the yesteryear performances and everything he's done and all of his accolades. Hold on, and all of it that you put that behind the you know your thoughts, and then he comes out on stage and he does that performance last night. And you, in your head, are painting a better picture right. than what you're really getting. Let, let me tell you about my grandmother. When I was a kid, oh, six, seven, eight, my, my father's mother used to play the piano, right? She doesn't anymore because she's not around anymore. But she played the piano. Right. And she was probably, when I was a kid, she's maybe 60. She lived to be in her 90s. So she used to play the piano in her 60s and 70s. And then when she got to like 80s and 90s, she would sort of squint. She'd start a song and stop it. And right. every once in a while, she'd get through, like, the first, right. you know, hold on. Again, okay, I'm not making, okay. And you, you wouldn't think she was, you're like, you know grandma's not playing like she did when she was 60. But I didn't boo her. I didn't say, oh, no, I appreciated the fact that she's 92 years old and she can still play the piano. I'm not saying to boo the guy. I'm just saying. You're bad-mouthing a legend. I'm not, I'm not bad-mouthing him. I'm just saying 
if you're really going to compare it to the performances from last night, I don't think he did. I think he was saying alone, the you, guy was great for who he is. He's, but he's great. Listen, Frank Sinatra, at the end of his career, was not old blue eyes. He wasn't the guy from the 1950s he, in, in the Rat Pack. He was a different guy. He was a fat-faced guy who was who bumbled through some words, and people paid $500 to go see Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Because he's Frank Sinatra. Right. Because he'd go, blah, 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 my If we're going to be honest, way. if we really want to be honest and peel back the layers, nah. the performance, if you just strip All it right. down to the performance itself, okay. it was just, it was okay. Listen, it wasn't that great. I am it a fan. I'm a it, fan of the rock band Kiss. The guys are in their late 60s at this point. They're on their final tour, for real. They're on the Kiss Goodbye Tour, okay? Right. The lead singer, Paul Stanley. Is it Kiss Us Goodbye? Is that the name of the tour? No. End of the Road Tour. Something like that. They should have used Kiss Us Goodbye, because that would have been more appropriate. Well, you should have written it for them. Damn it. So, or Kiss Off would have been good, too. Kiss kiss our ass. (laughs) Bye-bye. So, he's the guy with the one star over his, uh, his left eye. Yeah. And by the way, if you ever see a shirt in the parking lot outside a concert and he's got the star on his, on the right, uh, eye. On his right eye, yeah. that, that's bogus. That's a bootleg shirt. That's a bootleg mirror image bullshit. All right. So Paul Stanley's the lead singer. He sings 85% of the songs. All the other guys sing a couple of songs. He sings most of them. Don't tweet me and say it's 73%. He sings most of them. Okay? His voice isn't what it used to be. He's in his, his, he's in his 60s. Okay? F- almost over, what is it, uh, 19, uh, over uh, 45 years of singing, 46 right. years of singing, whatever. So he's been caught now, allegedly, singing to a track, like a backing vocal. He's not lip syncing as much he's as he's singing doing, along right. to help him hit the high notes, whatever. Now, there are some people who are, who are saying, I'm not going to see them. I'm not getting my money's worth, and it's not the same, and whatever. <sighs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Kiss is one of the greatest rock bands of all time, whether you like him or not. They changed the face, no pun intended, of rock music in the 70s where hundreds of bands emulated them on how to perform, how to how you go to a concert with 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 uh with bombs and smoke and lasers right. and, and, and the, the artists flying around. And the difference between when them you and, see Taylor Swift right. flying around the arena, Kiss did that The first. difference between them and Tony uh, and Tony B- Hold Bennett. On. Hold on. Wait, 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 is Tony Bennett just swam in that crooner category. He didn't he didn't change the face of anything. No, no. Except maybe his own. Tom, Tony Bennett is a legend. My point is, you can either go to a Kiss concert this year and, and not care that Paul Stanley doesn't sing like he used to and enjoy the show and the lasers and the costumes and the music, or you can go, wow, he ain't singing like he used to. And by the way, I threw an anus deliberately. Uh, you can enjoy and appreciate and go, wow, that was a great concert. I just think people are high on the guy. That sounded just, that sounded good though. No, but they're he, high listen, on. No, they're high on. God, God bless Tony he, Bennett because he, he he still exists. Like, oh my God, the guy's still okay. here. We're just excited he's listen. still around and he's a living legend because he is. Okay. But uh, again, I'm not taking anything. Uh, you know, again, do not misinterpret my words. Don't say, "Oh, scary, you're a fucking asshole. You're heartless. How could you say?" I'm telling you okay. that I think that sometimes people's memories sometimes, of a person's past okay, okay. are are, are, right, are, are what they're playing right now. Sometimes when people sing out of type. Right. Out of category, right. they seem more impressive. He seems like a rocket, rocket, no, no. chaka kind when, of guy. When a 15 year old kid, when a 15 year old kid walks out on like, stage at America's Got Talent or yeah. American Idol, and they sing like a 30 year old, you go, "Oh my god!" But really, you look at them and go, "They're not that great, right?" They're really good for 15 singing the 30 year old. When you get a guy, when you a lot of times this happens. I'm not saying Eminem. I love Eminem, but a lot of times a white guy will rap, and you go, "Wow, this guy's great." Because it's like it seems more. Is impressive. he great because he's a white rapper and he's no? Sometimes white people seem more. Imp- do that well. Sometimes people seem or- more impressive when they're out of type, right? When they're out of character, right? When a guy sings in a falsetto, 
and his voice is much higher right. than you. Wow, that's a great voice. But yeah. So people are giving Tony more credit because of his age. I at think this point. okay. I think if another guy, a 30-year-old guy who wasn't that good looking, walked out on stage and sang like that, yeah. maybe you'd go, all right. But that's Tony Bennett. And the reason why I say that's Tony Bennett, I'm not a fan. It's not my style of music. There's a tone and a tenor to his voice. He still sounds like Tony Bennett. And that evokes a certain feeling and a vibe. And he still sounds great for Tony Bennett. He's not the greatest singer in the world. He never was. But he was always a really good singer. Wow. Who, who interpreted, he covered songs, he had his own songs. He's a classic. No disrespect. No, I understand disrespect. All, I understand all of that. You go back to our old I'm... neighborhood in Brooklyn and disrespect Tony Bennett, you get a bat to the head. <laughs> Telling okay, you. all right. Well, I rest my case. No, I, I understand what you're saying. I just think you're, you get your heart on the guy. He sounded good in that, that clip. He did. He, he sounded okay. He sounded okay for Tony Bennett, but then again, maybe I just never liked his music. I think that's it. I, I just... He 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 was not revolutionary. He was just he just was part of a crooning pack of people of that era, and that's it. And he was kind of the, one of the la- the last of that, you know. And now there's the new age, yeah, but the new wave stuff because you got guys like Michael Bublé. Okay, but Michael Bublé is fantastic, but he didn't reinvent the wheel. No, no, but, but see, Michael Bublé sounds ten thousand times better. Yeah, but than Tony Bennett but, does but right now. But a small part of Michael Bublé is the fact that he's a forty-something-year-old, good-looking young guy, uh. and you're used to hearing that music coming out of an old guy. So that, again, he's out of type. You go, oh, wow, this guy's great. It's like Josh Groban. Yeah. Josh Groban. That was my next example. I love Josh Groban. But he started out, he was a 20-year-old Jewish kid singing opera, and you're like, wow, that's out of type. Is he the greatest opera singer ever? No. He's very good. Listen, I love love him as a person. What do you think of Bocelli? Andrea Bocelli. I mean, he's fantastic. Right. The fact that he's blind may have helped him get attention. Is he out of type? No. Well, no, I think he's fantastic. But I think if you had, you know... A skinny redheaded kid singing singing opera, you go wow, because you, you don't expect it. Right. It's like when what's her face? Oh, what's her name? Who uh, the the older woman uh, who walked out on X Factor? You know. Oh, uh, the uh, not Susan Boyle. Susan Boyle. Oh, her. When Susan Boyle <laughs> came out, she was a very good singer, but it was the fact that she walked out relatively unattractive, not your typical singer appearance, out of time, a little bit older. You're like you got surprised, and you're like, oh my god. Right? Yeah. Who's buying a Susan Boyle album now? No one. Right. But Britney Spears, who doesn't sing, and everyone knows she lip syncs, people run to see her in concert. Okay. It pe- It's different styles. People like Tony Bennett because of the way his tenor is. People go to see Britney Spears because she's hot. Susan Boyle, zero for zero. <laughs> um, did you see that article um, on CNN.com about a school that's poverty-proofing? You know what poverty-proofing a school is? Uh, you don't let poor people in? No, no, it's the it's the opposite of that. You don't let rich keep people in? It's it, it, you don't allow rich people to act rich in, in oh, school. Oh, I'm fine with that. Uh, well, right. Well, I wanted to get your take. I don't have an opinion on this. I don't have kids. So, is there a headline? What's the headline? Yeah. What's the paragraph? Uh, high school bans Canada Goose and Montclair jackets. Oh yeah, I saw that story. to protect poorer children. Yeah. So CNN re- issued this story, and apparently it's somewhere. Oh, actually, this is in. Uh, in uh, northwestern England. Oh, it's not even over here. It's, it's in England. Um, they, they, they're attempting to level the playing field for disadvantaged students by banning expensive jackets. Canada Goose is a jacket that costs con- five to 800 even even 1000 bucks. Have, you have two, right? And Montclair, I do not. 
I have I actually have a windbreaker from them. Okay. Okay. All right. And yeah. I got it on sale. Yeah. And uh, Montclair, which I do not own, they can start in the thousands and go like two, three thousand. Uh, it doesn't really matter. They're the point is, no brand Anyway, um, uh, so so they pretty much sent a letter home to parents uh, saying did that they send the after home? Christmas they did after after Christmas um, the school was mind, being mindful that some young people. Uh, put pressure on their parents to purchase expensive items of clothing. These coats cause a lot of inequality between our pupils. So, uh, in addition, they stigmatize students and parents who are less well-off and struggle financially. Therefore, they're going to be blacklisted. All right, what do you they're think? Gone. Before I give my opinion, what do you think? As uh, someone who goes out of their way to wear brand names. I think, I think if you're going to start doing that, then start then start. No, no, focus make, on that yeah. before we switch off another topic. What do you think about that specific? Um, I think it takes away, like at its basic, like yeah, I, it takes away freedom, freedoms, like basic freedoms. Like I should have the freedom to wear what I want to wear. That's why my solution to this problem, if you really want a poverty proof, make everyone wear uniforms. So then everybody will have to be the same. And now you well, can't that takes tell, away freedom. Also, you can't tell. Yeah, but where do you draw the line? It, it, that's rich versus poor. You want you want to take away class, rich versus poor. Put them all in uniforms. That's what that's what uniforms are for. That's why army. The army has a uniform. That's why. That's not why. No, no. It, it makes everybody the same. Dude, and everybody I don't, I don't know equal. if you I don't know if you know this. Everybody's equal. But, on but a the, level but the army field. has a huge class system. You know, generals and colonels. No, everybody but, has a yeah, rank. Yeah, and they all wear different. They all wear no, different. No, they wear the same uniform. Uniforms. They wear ba- they wear badges yeah, they and pins. Have, they and, all have like markers that on their yes, shoulders. Yes, but they, and, but you said they wear uniforms to get. The point is, the, the army is absolutely not uniform. In the schools, in their uniforms, in the schools, at all you, military. I didn't mean to do in the schools. Yeah, you want a poverty-proof. You want to. You want to. You want to make everybody equal. You. You go for okay. your uniforms. Okay? Here, here's what I'll well, say. I, what I, what, what, what happens ahead. if one of the kids that's technically poor, like he happens to be, or she was not that well off, right? And they win a contest. They win the jacket at a raffle, mm-hmm. or they have an uncle that saved up for three years to get him a goose jacket. Right, they live in a dump. He's got no sneakers, but he gets a goose jacket. Can he not wear the goose jacket? Or can only the rich kids not wear the goose jackets? So nobody gets to wear the goose jacket. Well, that's the thing. That's what if it's his life goal to like have this jacket? Now he can't wear it to school. What if it's his only coat? What if what if people chipped in on it like GoFundMe to get this kid a coat? Right. And they got him a goose. Yeah. And now he's like, I can't wear my goose. I have no coat. <laughs> and he walks up uphill to school both ways barefoot. <laughs> exactly. And all and he's his, got is his coat. That's right. And that, now you can't even wear that anymore. Sorry, yeah. they're being banned. Little Jimmy's but got no coat. But that's what's wrong with these like hard and fast rules that just blanket the whole school. And you know what? It's not. What my, if he wears a blanket? But it's he's not cold. my. It's not my problem that you know you guys. You, you know your family is wearing uh, what? Wow. What are you wearing? Wow. What is your family wearing? Oshkosh pagosh. Wow. French toast. That ain't cheap. What Listen, is, what are these? I'm not gonna. Na- I'm not gonna name any any inexpensive no, brands. I don't know because don't, people not, wear I them. I don't want, yeah, but I don't want to diss anybody either. Well, I'm you just, just saying, did. You can't say it's not your fault. It's You're not, right. It's, it's not, not your not fault. My fault. But you can care a little. So, so I I'm not gonna send my kid to school wearing what I bought him for Christmas. That was his Christmas gift. He wanted that all year round. That's what he wanted. His only thing. He asked Santa Claus for it. But why it. did he want it? Why did your kid in school... Because it, because other kids in his group that he hangs out with all were wearing them. So Well, maybe that's the problem. It's that, it's that whole, I got to have what he's having thing. How about keep, teach your kids that the coach should be warm? Keep up with the Scary Joneses. Keep, yeah, I know, right? But well, let no, me ask you this. Let's take it further. How about to not make the regular people feel uh, feel bad at school? No good-looking people. 
All good-looking people well, have now, to gain weight and mess their hair up and not look good because the twos that's and, taking it to another well, level. Because the twos and threes will be offended when the nines right. and tens show up. Right. No attractive people. You know what? I'm overweight. I don't want any skinny people here. Now wait a minute. Now you're being you're being uh, harsh on the skinny people. No. What I, if they I, can't help being skinny? Uh, you know what? I'm out, outlawing all skinny people in the school because I am overweight. I'm. 20, 30 pounds overweight, and I am, and I have body. What? What? I'm 20 pounds overweight. 15? <laughs> You're you going mean, the wrong way. 10. No, so it's true. <laughs> yeah. So if you think about it yeah. that way, then then what? Then everything could be a rule. You well, can outlaw sure. anything at that point. So it, it's starting with the jackets. Yeah. They're a bunch of. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no. They're, they're, I, I think there's a, a storm headed for Northeast that- England. <laughs> Now, wait a minute. If the weather outside is frightful, what kind of coat are you going to wear? You're not wearing a coat because I only own a Montclair coat, and I got it as a gift from my rich aunt, and now I can't go to school because you're telling me that it's banned. Maybe, maybe. What's fucking wrong with these people? Okay, hold on. Where does this end? Hold on. You don't know. You remember what it was like to be not wealthy? Not yeah. that you're wealthy now. Yeah. But you, I was, I, you I, and I, I grew up and I dream- blue collar. Yes, we did. Right? Our, our, our yes. dads worked their asses yes. off for nothing. And when I went to high school, there was a group of kids that were all like being gifted brand new cars. And I was driving a junky 1980 Mustang, a victim of the fuel conservation years. Not a good Mustang, mind you. Oh, my, my <laughs> first car was 20 years old. Yeah, and, and so at the time I was just like, okay, great. I get one but here's day. The thing. One day, uh, one day I'll maybe drive one of those. But it's not my job to look at over my shoulder and say, well, that's not fair. You should ban all luxury cars from driving through this parking lot of this high school because I only, I only have a, a fucking junky Mustang. So you're 100 percent right. But listen, here's the problem: if you re- now look, you can't control your kids. You can't always guide them along the right path. But you should try. You really should, as a parent, instill in your kids that whatever you got is great. Whatever you have. Thank you. So I never looked at my friend's fancy cars and thought, you know what I thought? I thought, I got a car. I didn't think, wow, my friends have fancier cars. Like my my dad drove a crappy car. That's what we could afford. We had a sponge in the windshield washer for a while. We had a hammer jammed in the seat so it wouldn't fall backwards. Like, there were times in our life where we had to, right? So the fact that that my uncle gave me his old car, I got to drive. But that was the way I was raised. So why don't we spread that message rather than coming down on a couple of kids in the school that have a fancy jacket, and so we're going to ban them from the fucking school? Here's where I've I've noticed the problem. It's not the poor kids that that necessarily. It's the almost rich kids. Because they, they can go, well, if I just saved a little longer, if my parents saved a little, if you come close, right? If you have an old car and you're happy to have it, like we did, that's one thing. But if you get a three-year-old BMW, you're going to be jealous of the brand new BMW, from what I've seen. Like, if, or if you got, if, if your parents bought you, like, a really nice uh, upscale, uh, like an Ultima, a nice car, it's nice. But then your friend's got like, a really nice car. Then you're used to having nice things, and you're like, I want nicer. But some, I, I found growing up the way I did, my, my, my father was a police officer. He worked in the housing projects where a lot of people worked in government housing. They lived, and those people were just happy to have anything. Like, they were raised properly. Like, oh, we got a coat. They were thrilled. 
I don't remember any of them ever going, I want a better coat or a nicer coat. Right. So it's the almost rich people that are causing the school. Again, not to, I'm not generalizing. I'm guessing I'm they're what I've seen. Well, I'm guessing they're influencing the school to send this note home and outlaw Montclair and, and Canada Goose fancy jackets. And it's wrong. Because where does it end? Because this is just the beginning of the madness. Because now you can have, as we just discovered on our own podcast just now, going through it, we can have a letter writing campaign and, and ban everything from the school. Everything's offensive. And what happens when everything's offensive? And nothing's offensive. Nothing's offensive. That's all. So I know I started this say by saying I didn't have an opinion on this topic, but right. man, I had a fucking well, opinion well, since on this topic. We're, well, since we're, we're but what, uh, was you, what was your opinion on it? Well, you think that you think they should be? You were you were jumping jumping on that bandwagon on the other side. I don't of know. It. I'm you, I'm sort of torn on this one. I feel like if you've got a North Face, right, you should get away with it because that's like it's expensive, but it's so it's manageable. You're actually- you're, quali- I, no, no, you're qualifying I, the jacket by I price. I feel like... like nah, it's, not a, it's not too out of the ballpark. I feel like if your parents show up to drive you to school in an old BMW, I'll let you slide. But if you show up in a Bentley, that's a problem And you're me. walking out with an obscenely expensive jacket. You're going to get beat up, first of all. <laughs> and I'm not saying you should, but usually you're going to, you know, give me your lunch money. I don't know. It's a tough call. I... Look, it's about harmony. It's about keeping everybody happy and peaceful. It's also about keeping your own kids in check and managing your own your own. Yes, in a a perfect. Hey, Timmy, here's why. Listen, I know that they're wearing those expensive jackets. You know, we don't have that right now. Maybe someday we will. Like you know, manage your own family. But it's the family starts from within. Is it any different? Why are you trying to make the school parent everyone else's kids? Because sometimes you have to tell people to wear seatbelts because they won't. Unless you make them do it. And again, we're just playing devil's advocate. We're going back and forth, playing devil's advocate. I'm not a fan of telling people that they can't do something unless it's helpful to the community. I feel like you have a right to do something, but if the if the whole community benefits by five people getting a little ding in their in their right to choose kind of thing, I sometimes feel like, you know what, take it for the team. All right. Rather than have a kid kill himself because He's not living up to, and, he's, and he feels like crap, and people make fun of him for wearing jeans with holes in them or wearing the, the crappy jacket from the store in the mall that sells crappy jackets. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel I, like, Believe me, I went through a lot of those in my lifetime. I got to be honest, though. I don't know what school this is in, 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 um, in England. North But if, England. if I found, again, at least in, in, now that I have kids, that people who can afford those jackets you mentioned uh-huh. probably go to private school. It's a good bet. What the hell are you doing with your kid in a public school then you with know that what? kind of money? Shut them all down and make them wear uniforms. Nah, I don't like go. that either. Well, Because you want to have a little style. You want to have your own identity right. a little bit. You're just your identity shouldn't be rich douche. A L- little bit. A little bit. Little rich bit. douche. Rich douche. Now listen, how about this? How about, you can how, ha- about, how, about this? how about you can have a nice coat, but you can't be a guy with a nice coat who acts like a douche. You can be, you can be humbly have a Montclair jacket, but you can't walk around with an attitude. Okay. Take that jacket off, young man. You're walking around with an attitude. Or you have to be ugly. You have to have yeah, some, if you're you ugly, have some balancing. If you're ugly, you're like, oh. opposing force. Yeah, oh, he's, he's got the nice coat because he's ugly. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, man, my coat's crappy. Someday I might have a nice coat. You'll right. always be ugly. Exactly. I'll give you that. I like that. Look, yeah. if, if you're going to be hot, be stupid. But how about this? Yeah, how about this? <laughs> I don't want a hot, smart how about person. You, how, about you, how about you walk into school with this rule, right? If you're ugly, you get to wear the jacket. 
and you walk into school on the first day feeling good about yourself, and you walk in, and you're like, let them try to take the jacket. They'll have to rip it off my body. And you walk in, and they go, hey, man, what's going on? And, they talk, and, the, and, the, and the school's like, you can keep the jacket. <laughs> and they're like, you're like, shit, they think I'm ugly. Right. Damn it. Yeah. Please take my jacket. No, you keep it. You keep it, Phil. You keep that jacket. Yeah. We'd yeah. be good principals. And you know what? Pull the hood up. We would love it. Uh, we would be great principals. <laughs> no, we would not. Yes, we would. No? Okay. Hey, here's your school announcements. Boom. Don't do anything fucking stupid today. <laughs> That's, come on, we couldn't do that. We have unused jokes, by the way. This early? What do you mean this early? There's no, like, rule. Oh, there's rules. I feel like I have to warm up to that. I got st- you, you ranted about Tony Bennett. You ranted about this article. They're not really rants. They're just conversations. I'm saying you, you complained about something. I ha- you haven't heard me raise my voice yet. No, 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 no. But I have a couple things I want to talk about. Sure. Okay. Um, let's talk about break a leg. <laughs> For, you know how these things go around? Yeah. It's like people send us memes or photographs. Hold on, I have to take a sip of fart water. Okay, as long as you leave it at that. Mm. Your free case is stuff we got for free. If you don't know why we call it fart water. I know, it, I, I just said it twice. The free case is stuff we got for free. Right. But, but it's part but, of the free shit for us campaign. But no, but fart water was something that Brody referenced. Uh, and oh, made this is not a sponsor. In a previous, no, in a, in not a, a previous, sponsor. No, in a previous episode. We were talking about, no, that, you heard that, it. That was a commercial for Listen in Order. <laughs> right, Listen Oh, you heard it. You know what we're talking about. And so I said, I said, carbonated water is fart water. It's like it's like in your tub when you fart. That's what it is. And so Saratoga so, Spring, so refreshing. Springs, spring or Springs, Saratoga, Saratoga. Saratoga, right, Saratoga. They sent up uh, cases of unsparkling and sparkling water, non-sparkling, and then flavored water, which is great. Yeah, I had the raspberry sparkling water. I have to say, it wasn't this is the terrible. first raspberry fart? It was good. Oh, you, oh, okay. You might be coming around. No, no, I would never drink it. I'd rather have. I'm drinking stuff. this. Uh, what is this? The orange, but the water, tangi- orange for tangerine. Me, for me, the unspark, the regular uh, non-carbonated water yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. And I love the bottles. I don't want to throw the bottles out. The yeah, so we have a couple. Of, we have a, a couple of free shits for us. Okay, so later. let me talk about um, break a leg. So you know, I was saying people send us. Uh, oh, I saw this picture. Thought of you guys. Then a hundred people will send the same picture because mm-hmm. it just went around, right? It's like uh, you know what I'm getting now. It's the sign in the store that says um, uh, the Hanukkah Penny, ham. Oh, Hanukkah. Right. Han- it's like, oh, ham for Hanukkah. Ham's on sale for Hanukkah. For Hanukkah. Right. Yeah, like, oh, fail. It's like 20 years old. Yeah. It's still funny. And the uh, the the uh, pen is broken, use finger. Right, penis, penis broken. Penis broken because right. the words are too close together. So for, right. we'll start getting like, oh, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. And we all get Now, listen, don't stop sending us stuff. We like it. I'm we just saying it. sometimes you're the 30th person to send it. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, which was the 27th of November, I noticed on social media. twenty. Yesterday was the 28th, but okay. Oh, yeah, today's the 29th. Yeah, yeah. 28th. Uh, a couple of people I follow put up uh, on their Insta stories, on their Instagram, on Twitter, uh, a, a meme that said, if you ever wondered the expression break a leg, it means we hope you get in the cast. That's what the expression means. Yeah, play off of the word cast. Right. And then they like, mind blown. Mind, mind blown. blown mind oh blown. My God, I'm the more, shook. The more you knew. Right. Our friend Ricky you know. from 20 something podcast. Shook. She said, I'm shook. I'm shook. So I wrote her back and Hashtag I said, Hashtag millennial phrase. Right. So I said, I said, so I said, that's not correct. The term break. So first of all, if you've ever seen it in a movie or anyone said it, when you say break a leg, usually it's when they have like opening night on Broadway or they're, they're going to do the school play. You say break a leg. Why would you say, I hope you get in the cast? They're already in the friggin' cast. Right. right, doesn't make any sense, right? It's like, um, you know, do me a favor, while uh, while we're sitting here, yeah, look up the anagram for golf. What does type in? What does golf stand for? Okay, right. Okay, we'll get to that in a minute. 
So what happens oh, is, I know this one too. Yeah. So yeah. what happens is, somebody comes up with an interesting thing. They go, "Oh wow, I bet that's why it is." They put it out there, and because it makes so much sense, everybody goes, "Holy crap! I never knew that." You guys know about the internet, right? You know about Google. The internet is for porn. Yes, Evan Q, one of the greatest off-Broadway shows, Broadway shows of all time. Um, Grab your dick and double-click for porn, 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 porn. Everyone's a little bit racist. That's another song in the show. Okay. So you go, oh my God, that makes so much sense. Why didn't I think of that? Never believe that. If you spent your whole life not knowing something, just Google it and double check. Okay. Break uh, a leg. What does golf mean? <laughs> yeah, according to the Scottish Golf History website. Um, no, no. What is G-O-L-F? G-O-L-F. Right. Is an acronym. Acronym. For sorry, I'm an acronym. Yeah. Gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. Right. <laughs> and that's one of the many. There's a bunch of other ones. Uh, let's see. Guess what? It doesn't mean that. It doesn't. It never did. Right. Look up the, what does golf mean, or the, look up the history of golf. There's a specific reason. There's a why the term golf came came around. It's not. A, it's not an acronym for anything. Okay. So this this break a leg thing. Uh, uh, Ricky did it. Twenty something's doing nothing. Gandhi did it today on our show. She's like mind blown. Did you know? Right. And she said the expression. I went stop right there. Doesn't mean break a leg. I mean, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean because uh, you'd be part of the cast. Yeah. In 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 theater, it's considered bad luck to wish someone good luck. Like you go, hey, good luck in the show tonight. That's when people die. Lights fall on their heads. Somebody back in the day must have said good luck to somebody and something bad happened. So it became a thing as a reverse to say wish them bad luck. Bad luck. So like, hey, I hope you break your leg. That's the so it's like the unjinx the jinx so that it turns out double negative. Of course, and they have a good show. That's exactly what that means. It has nothing to do with getting ending up in a cast. I was messing with Ricky. Also, I said right now people are going mind blown, shook, shook because I'm unshook from (laughs) being shook. Right, because right now you thought that it was being a cast and you you told everybody and. You know, uh, I did tell Ricky. I said, "Hey, I wrote, he, I wrote her back that explanation, by the way." And I wrote, "Now you're unshook." <laughs> she said, "I said, I said, no, actually, that's what the understudy would say to the person in the cast: break a leg. So this way, they would break their leg, and then they can take their right. place." And then she was just like, mind blown, shook. Yeah. And I'm like, but she's, you know, I, right, well, think, I, 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 whatever. It just always, there's a great website. It's called Snopes.com. Right. Go to Snopes. If there's anything that you're questioning, if there's right. anything that doesn't sound right, go to Snopes.com. And and this is not a commercial, by the way. No. Just go to the website. They should sponsor they, our podcast. They should. Oh, that would be, oh my God. That you know what? Amazing. We need a grammar website to sponsor us. Let's so, work on that. So put in those thoughts in Snopes, and they will debunk the myth. They will tell you if it's true or false, and they will tell you where even these urban legends got started. Speaking of Ricky, I want to give her a shout out. I thought you were going to say, speaking of an urban legend. No, no, no. Well, yeah, we got plenty of urban legends. Um, Ricky, who uh, is always here, she does a podcast, 20 somethings doing yeah, nothing with Jake. Ricky Sanchez. Ricky does a lot of things for our company, but she does not have a job on the radio. And so, where Gandhi used to work, our co host on the Elvis Duran show, two jobs ago in Columbus, Ohio, with a very good syndicated morning show that we don't compete against called Dave and Jimmy, the Dave and Jimmy show. Two very nice guys, by the way. Uh, I heard through the grapevine that they needed a new co-host slash assistant producer. Did you send Ricky their way? So, you know, that's one of my jobs with the company is to help place people right around the company. Did she have an on-air audition? So she on-air auditioned on Monday the 20... No, what's today? Today's the 29th. So, yeah, so she auditioned the 28th of November. 
and she was going to audition again today, the 29th, huh? and they put pictures of her up on, on Instagram. They liked her a lot. Oh, boy. So fingers crossed. The, the downside is we might not have Ricky here in the building anymore to jump in on the podcast occasionally right. uh, unless she's in town. And she'll have to do her 20-somethings remotely. Right. But one of my all-time favorite interns, and I love her to death, and so, of course, I recommended her. As I do many of our former interns. I wish her the best. She is at a point in her life where she's ready for this. She's perfect for it. So I just want to give a shout out. So anyway, (laughs) if you see her on social media, if you follow uh, That was poor, by the way. That chick Ricky. That That chick Ricky. R-I-C-K-I, right? That chick Ricky. Yeah, it used to be Spicky Ricky. But what do you mean, dude? I'm, that, that was her name. I'm being factual. I know, she but changed we it. changed it. We deliberately, well, she, she uh, I told it. her to change it. You did? Yes, because when she was an intern, she thought <laughs> she, it was cute. She it was, <laughs> well, she's Hispanic. But I thought it was funny. I thought it was catchy. Yes, but not for a radio personality. Truth. She had to grow up. Right. Just like that one girl. Oh, my God. I know you're going to get into intern resumes here. At some point. Uh, but but uh, do you remember that one girl who applied... And, you know, nowadays we go on Facebook, we, we troll anything we can, get our hands on. No secrets. To go see, on. Go to, on. Don't give away secrets. Go I'm on. just saying. She, what did she say? Her her headline, it was back when MySpace was big. Oh, 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 she, oh. I remember the girl. She said. She said, fuck school, fuck work. I'd rather hang around and do drugs all day. And she says, I'm a C. I'm a real C. And she spelled out the entire word. Right. It was the point <laughs> that all, all the pictures on her MySpace page were her stoned or drunk. Right. And, and I'm like, and, and she's she, like, and, fuck school. And, and I never want to work. Job. Yeah. And I'm like, when you're, you know, doing your homework on these people, I mean, you must see, you must come across some interesting things. I'll be honest, I don't, I don't have to look them up on social media anymore. I, I just go by how well they write their, their cover letter and resumes. Good. And stuff. Okay. Well, and there was a time, and that I have some. Yeah. Back in the day, a, we took a peek. That was pretty bad. Oh well. What are you gonna do? A lot of times they would hit us up on through MySpace and go, oh, I applied. Keep look out for my resume. Yeah. So, in fact, that girl you're mentioning, she had emailed me through MySpace and said, "Hey, I applied. If you if, please check out my resume." That's why I went and clicked on her profile page. You know the weirdest place somebody tried to apply for a job in front of me to me for a radio position for a radio for in for, a bathroom at the at the San Gennaro feast. I had about. 200 people in front of me. I was on a microphone screaming. Oh, you had an appearance. I was at the, right, the Central Street, Street, Street Fair. Street Fair, like an Italian-themed street fair in Mulberry Street in Manhattan. By Great. the way, what would happen to you if you were at the San Gennaro Feast and you got on the mic and said, I don't think Tony Bennett's that good? What would happen <laughs> like to you? So I, I was on the mic and I'm like... No, uh, uh, what would happen to you? I'd probably get a bat to the a forehead. A bat to the head, yep. Okay, so, so yeah, I'm on the microphone. I'm giving away all kinds of prize and stuff. And this one girl is in the front, and she's at. She's like, "Scary, scary, scary." How how do I, I want to apply for an internship? I want to apply for a job with you guys? Oh my god, I love what you guys do. She wouldn't go away. And I got to tell you, that is the absolute wrong time to apply for a job or an intern. You don't do that. Like it's so. It's you know. Yeah, we have a job that's somewhat informal, but you don't approach us in an informal way. That's what I was trying to say. You know, go to the website. Follow Brody's instructions. He took a lot of time to write them. Well, how about that person that at, at a concert we had in Florida? Um, doesn't matter what concert it was. It was in the past two years. Came up to us. Yeah, at a, at a concert. And was applying. <laughs> in person. For the position that Gandhi got. Almost trying to be interviewed right there while we were about to introduce an artist on stage. Right. In the show. Read her whole resume to me in my ear over the sound of the, the crowd and the yelling and all <laughs> Like that's not 
you'll get me the most qualified person in the world, but that's not a place. How do you get taken seriously? You know what? That whole you got to get in front of people. You got to That's TVs, man. That's that's the movies. You you run, don't run up to people and be like, oh my god. And then if I tell you no follow ups, don't send follow up emails. Oh, is that what happens? And don't email my 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 uh, work email account when you're supposed to email intern at Elvis Duran to apply for the job. Uh, I, I got to hear some of these resumes. Can, right. we, can we do it? Yeah, yeah, I got some. I'm feeling some of these. What do All we right. got? I see a stack. I'm going to try to paint the picture of some of these resumes here. I'm going to give you some, uh, uh, hold some on. Uh, mood music. How about that, Brody? Okay, here we go. Okay, this person. Too loud, dude. I can't hear. I can't hear. <laughs> what, are okay, old, so, what are you, an old man? No, I can't hear with the music. I'm trying to read. Okay, so this person lives in Massachusetts. And goes to college in Chicago. Yeah. What about him? So the cover letter is two pages long, which is already too long. I don't have that t- that kind of time. I don't care about you that <laughs> so, much. So a cover letter should be one page. Um. You know what? This one. Oh no! <laughs> no. What's the matter? Uh, this one. This person here. I just realized. This person was recommended by someone we know. Oh. So I can't I can't give any more information. Okay. We can't even read the name. Okay. Thing? But what was wrong with it? Why'd you bring it into the studio today? So it says, I am very interested in the radio internship for the Elvis Duran morning show during the fall semester. I completed, and then the words I completed have a line through them. Oh, like like they're correcting themselves? Yeah, right. And then it then it goes on, blah, blah, blah. And it says, uh, majoring with a focus in music and a minor in music business. And then it says, however, as of now, I have recently, which is a contradiction. As of now, I recently. That's that's redundant. There's a cross out through there. Um, Wait, they're giving you spe- spelling errors on this? They left the, the cross outs. They Not with a cross- pen. They used whatever the function on Word yeah. to put a line to strike it. And The strike function. But, they sh- yeah. Right, but they left they, the words there. They sent there. you the striped copy yeah. of the resume? Yeah, so it says, uh, I decided to blah, 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 in order to, I'm going to yell the words that have lines to them. In order to further, better, understand, identify what specifically <laughs> oh, shit. realm of the music industry I would be interested in studying, want to direct my studies. How did they send that out? They printed that out, right? They had to put that. In, they had to stuff that in an envelope. His, I, I consider myself a people person, which is in quotes, okay, and thrive off of being with others who are like-minded. I, I believe the letter T for no reason. I believe the the insight as well a sand, not a word, experience from this particular internship oh. would will help develop. Right? Okay. Oh shit! That, that, that there's s- about ten more of those on the first but, page. But how do you not see that before you're folding it and putting it into an envelope? The, okay, then they wrote as if they were my own family. Blah blah blah. Particularly, in particular, the person who recommended them, his name is there, has become a driving force in my life, and I've been able to relate to her. Ugh. She, uh, they are one of my heroes. Not only do I... You sound like you have Tourette's. <coughs> what are you doing? Hey, no, no offense to people with Tourette's. Hold on. Um, what are you doing? Over the years... I'm yelling the words this. that are crossed out. Over the years, I have been able to exemplify various... Honed many skills from working different jobs in various work environments. 
skills such skills uh, such okay. as effectively. Okay, I get we get okay. the picture. They left all the cross. It's so bad. All right. And, and uh, this person, this person emailed me this week to my private email and said, just following up, uh, will you be contacting me anytime soon? <laughs> so I saw number one, no. don't contact me privately. I don't know you. Two, a no. <laughs> okay. Uh, this person, let's see. A little synthesizer for you. This person only has one mistake. But, but, it's, but it's a big one. So bad. It's a glaring one. Yeah, I have this. Yeah, okay, hold on. This person goes to. Uh, oh, this person goes to, or uh, FIT, Fashion Institute of, of Technology, Technology in, in New Manhattan. York. Yep. And it says here. My skills and my passion for production, social media and, bracket, insert more passion relevant to filmmaking or media, bracket, will be beneficial for the position. What are they? So she put like a little like parentheses, uh, insert one or more passions relevant to filmmaking or media. So somebody was guiding her? No. It means this is a form thing a form? she does. Oh, it's one of those. And that's the space where she says, I love radio, I love TV, I love whatever. So it says... My skill and my passion for production, social media, and bracket, insert one more passion relevant to filmmaking or media. <laughs> Fail. Another person that did not read through before they, or didn't look over their own resume after they printed it before they sent it. Yeah. How do you not do that? Well, because they just changed the name at the top to Elvis Strand, the morning show, and sent it. Okay, I'm going to read to you the, um, the first paragraph of this person, because they sent me their resume twice. The corrected version says, Dear Elvis Duran in the Morning Show, I am writing in response to the position to be your summer 2018 intern that I found on the iHeartMedia job search page. I am confident I would be an asset to iHeartMedia as an intern. Here's what the first version of that resume said. Dear parentheses company, (laughs) I am writing in response to the position on your Parentheses, job title. Another form resume letter. I am a student at the Clive Davis Institute of Recorded Music and found this opportunity through, parentheses, put how you found it. Parentheses, parentheses, insert tidbit about the company or note if I have a connection to them. I am very interested in the opportunity. I am confident I would be an asset to company. Um, and then um, at the bottom it says, talk about the role and how I'd uh, add to their team somewhere, depending on where feels right. <laughs> uh, are they going to get a call back? No, they will not. Um, and uh, this this person, Is that you know lot? what? I have to say, um, the funny part was uh, the resume is actually pretty good. Yeah. I just, I can't get past this. I can't. I can't. And don't call me a hard ass. And also don't call it a comeback. Uh you've been here for years. Been here for years. I gotta I gotta cut somewhere. Yeah. I gotta I gotta listen. It's a high bar. If you want to be the next Ricky and maybe get by the way, she's texting me now. She said it went great. Uh they're not done yet. They uh, want her I, back for tomorrow? Yep, 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 yep. Um anyway, she says, Good. I'm so honored you're talking about me on the Brooklyn Boys. Because I texted her that we were talking about her. And she says, uh, I'm saying this blindly without knowing if you're saying good or bad things about me right now. Anyway. Assume only the best. Yeah. Oh, and again, I tweeted it. And and uh, you saw my tweet, guys. You follow me on at David Brody, of course. Mm-hmm. 
How many resumes, Scary, did I get that confuse a part one word with a part two words? Dozens. Dozens. I tweeted every Dozens. year. Dozens. Don't make that mistake. They are Ooh, direct opposites. I got that in a text message yesterday from one of our salespeople. I'll read you the text. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. You read the text message, but remind me remind me about a text I got. Okay. Because I broke. I cracked this week. Yeah, I I, I, I'm not even going to read who it's from. I'm just going to read If you listen text. in order, you'll understand the story. Go ahead. Uh, where is it? We want... Hold on. Insert clever text here, Scary. I can't even tell you because parentheses. I can't even give the. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna say because it involves the client, and then some salesperson listening this, is gonna know who it is. All right, that doesn't matter. What was anyway, the mistake? We want you to be a part a, a part of this appearance. All right. Does and, it look like, like it was voice texted? No. All right. No, a part of this appearance, and it was it was a part one word one word, which means separate from. Isn't so it I'm funny? Like, oh, so they don't want me to show up at their appearance. Isn't it funny that? The words, not only are they opposites, but visually they're the opposite of their meaning. Yes. One word apart means to, when the word's together. together. And when the a, well, and I, up, a and part are separate, it I means together. I think that's what screws people up. No, I just think they don't pay attention. Anyway, so uh, if you, you guys, I know you listen in order. I had talked about someone in my life that constantly uses the wrong your in their text messages. And I told you it was driving me crazy. Right? So a couple of days ago, I'm in my car. And they texted me. And I send them back a text message. But I had a voice text it because I was driving. Now, it was at a red light. I wasn't dry. I wasn't voice texting and driving. I stopped. I went blah, 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 blah. And I sent it. And and they wrote back, I love when you voice text because you always have so many errors. And I think I had put um, the the voice text used the wrong version of two. Like I, it said T-O instead of T-O-O. You know how to, pre- to uh, prevent that, right? Don't voice text. Okay. Wait till you listen get to, to your destination. Listen to me. And then listen text. to me. It was it was important. I had a minute. Whatever. The point is, I got so mad. I said, "You know what? You fuck." Yeah, I voice texted and made a mistake from voice texting. You always use the wrong "your" when you text me. And he and I, I felt so good. And I, I looked at it to make sure that my voice text didn't give the wrong "your." Right. And it got the right "your." So then he wrote me back. He goes, "Do I really?" <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I've been holding back for almost a year now. Yes, I un- I unloaded on him. Don't you unload on me? Don't you try to grammar police me because I voice texted. Hey, um, I'm excited because our friends at Feltman's they they got their wish. They wanted to be a part of Stop and Shop stores, and now you could Wait find they want to be a part. Two words. A part. That's you right. see what I did there. Yep. Of um of Stop and Shop. Stop and Shop is in is in the area where we live. But if you go to this website the Northeast. Yeah. Feltmansofconeyisland.com. That's their website. That is where you're gonna find yourself a beautiful hot dog. Uh they come in several pack they 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 come in skinless and skin. Okay? Someone tried to correct me. And they have both kinds there. They do have skinless hot dogs. Right, yes, such they do. a thing. Um, but the best part is, is there's no filler. There's no nitrates or nitrites in a Feltman's of Coney Island hot dog. And best part of all, they're the original. Charles Feltman invented the hot dog in 1867. Oh, no, no, no. The best part of a Feltman hot dog, I'm sorry, I hate to correct you, is the fact that they're delicious. Okay. That's the best part. Because there's no nitrates, as okay? I said. It's co- you know it's cold as hell here in New York. Yeah. Well, you don't want to have something cold. We grilled this weekend. Yeah. Get a hot dog, warm your ass up. Maybe for the games, you know, you're if you're out uh, tailgating. Oh, if you're tailgating and it's, you it's don't a, have a, come it, on. It's a must. You got to taste the difference in, in a Feltman's of Coney Island and hot be, dog. And be a good guy. Be a good a good uh, girl. You go into the game, right? 
say, you know what? I'll bring the hot dogs. Right. I got you on this one. Right. And then surprise them with Feltman's. And some of them might be like, I never saw or heard of this before. Oh, don't even tell them. By just the give them the hot dogs. They will love it. They're like, where'd you get these hot dogs? And uh, th- it's because, well, first of all, you're not going to have that salty aftertaste. You're not going to, you know yeah. that, at the end of the hot dog? Yeah, yeah, you don't, don't get that. No. no. So uh, definitely try them. They are um, at uh, jet.com, amazon.com, feltmans of Coney Island.com. Also, there are Kings, yep, yep. Balducci's, yep. and Mrs. Green's. Well, yeah. They are. Uh, and now, all of a sudden, stop and shop. Uh, we are fans. Trust us. Feltmans of ConeyIsland.com. Now I'm hungry again. Well, look outside. Somebody ravaged through all these bagels. See, You know what? I, I, by the way, they're good bagels. They're not shabagels. They're not shabagels. They're not, not shabagels. That's shaboygan. Shbagels. Now, these, were good, these are good New York bagels that somebody sent up. I'll tell you this. I'll give you a little tip. Put a hot dog on a bagel. That's a good. That's a good sandwich. That's, that's a sandwich. That's, that's a little. That's a little much for me. No, it's I, not. Anytime you add a sandwich to a bagel, like like cold cuts and lunch oh, meats and things. Oh, I love things, it on a bagel. It's just a lot no. of food. Look, you can take the. You can. You can. I scoop like my the bagel. Ba- I like bagels, but I like them with butter I'll, or cream cheese. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why a hot dog. Maybe I'll tell some why, smoked salmon a lot. Okay, I'll tell you why a hot dog. Actually, get two hot dogs in a bagel if you want. Two hot it, dogs yeah, in a bagel. If you scoop out the the bread, you're not one of those perverts that that stick the hot dog through the hole, are you? If you know what I mean. No, I scoop the 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 uh, all the bread out, so you make like a moat, like a little trench. In the top and the bottom. First of all, you get rid of all the bread part. You don't really need that. The bagel, the great part about the bagel for me, if it's not toasted, is the crust, is the is the the, the, the hard outside. shell, so right? You don't want the you don't want the dough. Listen, you've had bagel dogs, right? You've had a, a or I pretzel have. dogs. I pretzel have. dogs, I mean, right? Yeah. You, so what you do is you take the bagel and you you curl it around uh. into the moat of the bagel. So you and it doesn't break? No. No, if you cook it right, it doesn't break. You you, just, then you're boiling them or and something. And who cares if it breaks? All right. What's what, 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 perfectionist? Can I, I can't eat it now. So it's you broken. Want, you want to turn um, a hot dog, which is a so see, it's like a giant pig in a blanket, is what I'm saying. And, but and, and it, it's curled, right? And then you, if you cut it, it looks like a pig in a blanket from the side. But I don't even do. That. I just eat it. You have the hot dog in the in the in the bagel. So is it time to go out there and uh, take a look at those sandwiches or not? I already uh, I already looked at sandwiches. Yeah. By the way, those were sent up by our friends John Jay and Rich. Who, oh. uh, who do the show, a syndicated show out of Phoenix. We love them. The good guys. But we talked about them on the big show. We talked with them on the big show. Yeah, Rich Berra, B-E-R-R-A. He's got a book out called uh, Christmas Steve. Uh, the a Tale of Christmas Steve. Tale of Christmas it's, Steve. It's, it's uh, f- and Love Up is yeah, the look, organization. Look, look for that on the John Jay and Rich website. And by the way, I'll tell you why this show is, is a little difficult. JohnJayandRich.com, by the way. Yeah, but here's the thing. they John Jay is one guy. I originally, many years ago, thought it was John, Jay, and Rich. No, no. It's like, you know, like Anne-Marie, like it's one word, one it, name. It's not Anne and Marie. Right. It's John Jay. Right. J-O-H-N-J-A-Y. Right. Another, again, good guy, but his name is a little tricky. <laughs> right? Because you're like, oh, John, Jay, and Rich. Where's where's Jay? I don't see Jay. It's I'm sure you get that to this day. Yeah. Oh, of course. Anyway, uh, we had them on this morning, and as a way of saying thank you for helping to promote their book, they called up a place nearby our station and ordered sacks of food. And not knowing what we wanted, there's a sack of muffins, a sack of bagels, and a sack of crazy sandwiches. And it's one of these places that names the sandwiches. Like, one of them was like uh, the Carol, the Caitlin. I guess that must be family members. Have you ever gone to a place, Scary, where it has like 
the sandwiches are named after local sports teams all the time or, or celebrities. There's, well, there's a, there's a uh, place a mozzarella place in Brooklyn, a mozzarella place that has a sandwich named after me. The Scary Jones is on the menu. Is At, it is Le- it uh, full of garlic and has one big uh, eyebrow? What, what is Le- it? Leone's mozzarella. Yeah, it's a super sad. And yeah. fresh mozzarella. By the way, how do you pronounce supersada in, in American? Soprasada. Soprasada. Fresh right. mozzarella. Right. On a uh, on a semolina hero, semolina oh. bread. That, that's describing the bread. Okay. Uh, with um, um, not roasted peppers, sun dried tomatoes. Nice. I'm a sun dried tomatoes guy. Huh. Over roasted peppers, and I gotta tell you, it is so fucking good. Hashtag SFG. So okay. fucking good. Now, did you design this sandwich yes. or it was already on the menu? Yes, I designed it. Now, did you order it every like every time you went and they were like, hey, we should name the sandwich after Right. You. I wonder if it's still there. It was several years ago. I don't have a sandwich named after me. What I do have is our friends at uh, Julieta and Romeo's, uh, Julieta and Romero's, no, Romeo's in, uh, in New Jersey. Yeah. They have our picture up on the wall. They, oh. they brought us pizza one day. They all listen every day. Everybody there. Uh, uh, Good Rocco and everybody, all, the whole family. Uh, anyway, so uh, they took a picture up here with us, and it's an old picture. Like, five of the people in the picture don't work here anymore. But yeah. when I go in there, I feel like going, oh, see my picture on the wall? That's me on the picture right there. It's me. You know, no discount. I pay full no, price. The point do. is, uh, that's a big, I don't have a sandwich named after me. My point, but the topic was, uh, there's a bagel place near me, and they, they name everything after sports teams. Yeah, a right? lot of places do. Now you know like I'm that. a big Mets fan. Ah, uh, huge, huge. I'm a maniac. Uh, and by the way, can somebody call a radio station, a sports radio station, and just say they're a fan? Everybody who calls sports radio, oh, I'll call diehard Giants fan. We know you're a diehard Giants fan. You're calling a radio station and talk about the Giants. Nobody ever calls up and goes, "Yeah, you know what? I live in New York. I guess I'm a Giants fan." Couple of the guys are hot, you know. My my girlfriend likes them, so I want to ask you some questions. We know you're a diehard fan, like diehard. I bleed, I bleed the green and yellow of the Packers. I'm a diehard Packer fan. Just get to the point. Just get to the point. You don't have to qualify who you are. I've been, I've been listening for 75 years. I would ask the question. Oh my God, Brody. Okay, let them get a- no. Okay, so what I was saying was in this one place near me, they have the <laughs> Mets. They have the Mets sandwich. And it's nothing I would ever eat. And I don't know how, like, no one on the Mets would eat that. You sure about that? It's Maybe like, they all contributed uh, one ingredient. Right. It's like tongue and coleslaw and pickle. And so, somebody from the Mets made that sandwich. No, no, no. Or several people no. had input. And, I, and, I, and the Yankee sandwich, I would actually eat. But I hate the Yankees. I can't so order it. So now you're not going to order it because no. of the name. Yeah, I just, you know. Or like when you when there's a celebrity. Now, you, you designed that, right? Yeah. But you've gone into delis where they'll have, like, the Seinfeld. Yeah. You know Jerry doesn't eat that sandwich. Of course not. They're like, oh, call it the Seinfeld. So you go in and go, oh, give me a Seinfeld, right? Right. Bullshit. <laughs> they just, they throw sandwiches together and they go, what are we going to name this one? Um, call it the Larry David. The, the Larry David. All right. By the way, if you order a Larry David and you don't complain about your sandwich, you shouldn't be ordering it. I think it's time for unused jokes, Brody. Oh, I know it's time for unused jokes because the music is here. All right. What do you Where's, got for us? These uh, are these are punchlines yep. that were um, set up and written for the show on the big show, but they were not used. They were rejected because either A, it was too late, B, they were too dirty, or C, Elvis just decided not to do with a punchline. Okay, line. before I get, because you mentioned too dirty. On today's show, I wrote Gandhi a note, okay? It had nothing to do with anything. 
It was something that was like a private thing. It was funny, but nothing to do with the show. Okay, it was like she got the joke, but it wasn't for the show. Sure. So then Elvis says, what's going on over there? You doing your own show over there? Brody, what are you doing? Why are you guys laughing? Right. Because he caught us kind of snickering. So I said, oh, I wrote a joke, but it was really offensive. And we decided it, was, it wasn't it was a good joke for the show. Right. And then people started talking. Oh, oh, podcast, us. podcast. podcast. Ah, so, ah. so just so you don't ask, oh, you forgot, I didn't forget. It's not a joke. It's a thing between us. It's an inside thing. Oh, we, I thought I was I was with the listeners. I thought that you were going to do no, the joke right here no, on this podcast. No, no, no. It was something offensive that was said to her. I made a joke about it, but it wasn't really a joke. It was like a, a reminder of the thing that was said. It's not a joke, so I'm not. It's not worth repeating. It's not. Okay. Not. It wasn't a thing. Trust me. If it was funny, you know, I'd share it. All right. So we'll start off with was one that was like, okay, it was all right. Somebody called up and we were talking about. I don't know what the topic was, but uh, they said my brother was shot. While he was out hunting. Shot in the leg or something. I think it was like accidents or something. I don't know what the topic was. And I said, the, I wanted Elvis to ask this question. He goes, oh, was your brother wearing his lucky Christmas antlers? You know, because everybody wears those uh, reindeer hats. Yep. Uh, I want, so we had a bull rider on the show yesterday from PBR. Oh, he was great. Right? The uh, Professional Bull Riders Association. Mm-hmm. By the way, speaking of PBR, huge case today involving Pap's Blue Ribbon. Big lawsuit. Against the professional bull riders? No, Pabst Blue Ribbon was suing Miller Beer, I think, and Coors. Oh, the other PBR. Go look that up if you care. But PBR could have been on its way out, and they sued to keep themselves in business. Wow. So when I said PBR, I was like, wait a minute, okay. So he was talking, of the bull rider, uh, Winningham, I think is his name, right? Uh, was talking about how many bones he's broken, how many times the bulls have thrown him off the bull. And I, so what I wanted to ask him, or have someone on the show ask him was, when a bull throws you off his back and breaks your bones or whatever, you ever just go and eat a hamburger, like, to be spiteful? We didn't get to that. Uh, a story came out that Danielle did on the big show that they listed, like, the five most influential people on Twitter. One of them was Taylor Swift. To which I pointed out, if you remember, about a month ago, she came out against a candidate in Tennessee... And said, I'm backing the other person. I'm backing the guy. I don't normally get political, but I I want you to vote for this guy. I'm voting for that guy. He believes in what I believe in. First time ever she came out political about anything. The guy was demolished in the election. The woman she was against, uh, Blackburn, destroyed him. I mean, it was a it was a it's a Republican area. Right. And I made right, but so you can't call her most influential if she couldn't get her fans to go out and vote. If her fans are old enough to vote at 18 and they didn't, it didn't work. So I, I was like, that. I, I wanted them to point that out. Not really a joke, but it was an observation. We didn't really get to it. The Jews were like, influential? Yeah. A candidate got creamed. All right. So these were two jokes. One got on the air, one didn't. Uh, Danielle did a story about um, Mel B from the Spice Girls. That she, has a, she had a tattoo of her ex-boyfriend or a one that reminded her of her, her ex-boyfriend, and she had a, a surgeon take a scalpel and cut the tattoo off. Rather than having it lasered off, she wanted it off, and he sliced it out of her, oh. and she keeps it in a jar. Oh. Now, tattoos aren't skin deep. They go deep, deep. So you'd have to take like a chunk of her body out. I don't even know how that happens. But So my I had two jokes. One Elvis used, which was, wow, that's scary. Which is perfect. Right. She was scary. Scary spice. spice. 
The other one was, wow, she's a member of the Slice Girls. Okay. <laughs> Didn't get to that one. Uh, a guy called up and said he had dislocated ribs. Same as conversation, ways you've injured yourself. Yep. He said, I had, I had dislocated ribs. So my joke for Elvis was, I did too, but I found them behind the eggs. <laughs> we didn't get to it. Uh, a girl called up. This was this was injuries. And she said, I cut my finger off with a potato peeler. My joke was, is your name Julianne? Hi-oh, like Julianne Potatoes. That's right. Speaking of potatoes, a, mom, a woman called up and said, my mom cut her nipple off while making sweet potatoes in a blender. She leaned forward and her big-ass boob fell into the blender and she cut her nipple off. So I said, oh, they're teat potatoes. <laughs> didn't get to it. Uh, oh, so this is um, this were two jokes Elvis didn't do. Uh, I'm going to do them. We were talking about Norwegian Cruise Line. The CEO of Norwegian Cruise Line was in Germany where the ship is being built. The new ship being built. The uh, uh, Encore? The Encore. Right. And there are drag queens there from the show Kinky Boots. Okay? <laughs> right. So I said, oh, my joke was, did the drag queens teach you how to tuck your anchor? Right? Because they, you know, <laughs> yeah. the penis joke. And like, then. Who doesn't love a good penis joke? Okay. And then a minute later, we went to do Danielle. Uh, no, we went to uh, news at that point, and Gandhi did a story about a company in Canada called Trans Canada. So my joke was oh, Trans Canada. Are they in kinky boots? He wouldn't do the joke. <laughs> It was funny because we had just talked about. <laughs> yes, I get it. And I get by it. the way, trans like transvestite. Right. Men who wear that's what kinky boots guy wears. No, hundred percent. So there you go. Don't be don't snowflake me. I'm not I'm not snowflaking not you. you. Bro. No 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 not no no. Oh, oh the listeners. Yeah no no snowflaking. Why would they snowflake you? Not our listeners. Our listeners are awesome. By the they way, get our sense of humor ever at every turn. There, there's no. I rarely see a complaint where people are like you guys were out of line. I think we could toe the line even further, but I'm I'm afraid. So somebody asked me, um, they DM'd me, and uh, they asked me if I would wear a MAGA hat. Would you ever wear a MAGA hat? And I said, well, if it stands for Make America Grammatic Again. Hi-oh. Uh, yeah, I would do that. Anyway, so there you go. So, uh, not, not, not getting political, but that's just what I'm Grammatical, I'll say. If we can make America grammatically correct again, that'd be great. We got a text earlier uh, from Cody from Jacksonville, texting into 55100. Just wanted to let y'all know, I'm going to the Brooklyn Boys Pizza Place that you guys referred to on your nice. last episode. A couple um, episodes ago, yeah. I'm going to try and get a couple shirts for y'all. That's Cody from Jacksonville. Cody, extra large for me. Thank you, Cody. That's going to uh, result in some free shit for us. You know it. You love it. Come on, Brody. We got to shorten this. Yes, we do. Let's get that intro going. Free shit for us! Listen, you can always send us whatever you want. Free Free shit for us! You want to promote your company? We'll do it. Just send free Free shit for us! And this week we have one from Feltsy, Richard Feltz. Oh, Richard Feltz. Listener of all the great podcasts that we do here at the Elvis Duran Morning Show and the Big Show. Uh, Skiri and Brody. Uh, By the way, it's it's written there in black and white, Skiri and Brody. And so is the box. Skiri and Brody. That's but a like, fail. But the box, love you, Rich. The, no, the box is a fail because it looks like it's uh, someone's gonna. Some explosive is in here. So I don't even know. It is kind of rankety, janky, yeah, taped pretty, up. So he's like, "Hey, these were just too funny to pass up." So I'm sending these to you. By the way, 
Turn down the music. Turn down for what? I can't hear you. Turn down for what? Yeah, turn it down. Yeah. Yeah. What about? It's off. Appreciate it for us. Okay. Okay. So anyway, he sent us uh, soap for grammar police. Um, smells like you're annoying. So it's an actual bar of soap. Uh, <laughs> you, no, but read it. Did he, they, they have the wrong your? Your slash Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. There, there, and there. The three ways of spelling it. Things I've learned. I've just learned from things I've just learned since Facebook from Whiskey River Soap Company. It's the soap for grammar police. Uh, thank you for that. And also, the violations of your and your. This is journals for grammar police. It's a three pack. You got unsolicited grammar revisions I've sent to random companies and official grammar police material uh, manual. So he pretty much they're actually empty pads that but it, you're supposed to write your observations down in them it was nice because it has grammar stuff all over it nice and then he sent us random coupons for uh 50 off at sunglass hut oh, so you need nice. a pair of shades yeah sure why not i always need a good pair of shades all right oh you fucked up <laughs> Feltsy. These coupons are good from November 9th to November 20th, 2018. <laughs> he sent us. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. 50 expired coupons. Hold on. In, in Felsey's defense, <laughs> he sent that box o- over a week ago. That still wouldn't have covered it. Yeah, what Today's it was the 29th. Over, was over a week ago. Today's tw- All right, when? He sent it on the 19th? Look at the post. You guys on the have box. one day to redeem this. Here, let me see. I got to be honest. If he sent us expired coupons, that's funnier. You know uh, what? Send him a free uh, invisible shirt. Yeah. Don't say invisible shirt's on the way. No, actually, it was postmarked November 13th. Yeah, How long has it been sitting on your fucking desk? Uh, A little over a week. You didn't even, a a little over two weeks. You know who's going to really go crazy is our coupon king, Scotty B. Yeah, I forgot to bring it into the the show last week. You forgot, and the week before that, and the week before that, it looks like. No, not that many weeks. November 29th already. What? All this right. thing's been out there since November 9th. Like, can we talk you know about what? some was, things here? What, what do you say? What do you say? It was the thought that counts. Like, thank you. Do people really mean that when they say that? No. No. It was, but it was a thought that counts. I got some stuff I got to read. Go for it. All I right. just threw away the coupons. So, uh, Jake Lipschitz, uh, he sent us a screen. Now, we had, okay, it's about following directions, Jake. And I'm glad he took my advice after this. We said, if you buy Jody's popcorn, right? We're going to send you a bag of Brooklyn Boys Jody's popcorn. Right. And we're not doing a Jody's commercial here yet. No, it's not but, a commercial. But, but we do want to do a public service to every, for um, everybody. Yeah. And so uh, if you buy Jody's popcorn, we said we had these bags with our logo on them. They're very cool. And we would include, if you put the code in, radio, we'd send you a Brooklyn Boys bag. Right. But in order for us to know that you did that, we ask you to screenshot your order and DM us at Brooklyn Boys WTF on Twitter. Or at the Brooklyn Boys on Instagram. Right. We got to fix that, man, so they match. I just was in Tony Molay's office about a half hour before we started this podcast. He's he's on right, Twitter. Right, he's right, up right, there. Okay. Ass. So Jake didn't follow direct instructions, and he took a screenshot of the order and tweeted it at me. Oh no! So I immediately tweeted him and said, "Dude, um, I don't think you want to tweet your whole address out. Like his whole his email, his address, uh, he, his apartment. Did he deleted." Yeah, he deleted it after I told him. So if anybody, you know, so yeah, I he don't tweet it at no. Yeah, DM don't. us. Slide into our DMs. Yeah, slide to the DMs. All right. 
Uh, Laura Ashley May. That's a lot of names, Laura Ashley May. That's Lamb. It should just be Lamb. L-A-M. Be our little Lammy. Uh, at Brooklyn Boys WTF, episode 63 was another fantastic, funny listen. Right up there with Michael Rappaport for sure. So they loved. she loved Anthony Cumia, loved Michael Rappaport. Even though I had never heard of Anthony Cumia, the interview made me want to buy his book. Good. At David Brody, at Scary Jones, keep him coming. We love that. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Lore Lore sixty two uh, on uh, Instagram. Hi, Brooklyn boys, love your podcast. I ordered the cheddar jalapeno and the peanut butter popcorn from Jody's Popcorn. Delicious, right? Love that. So here's the deal. Hold on, uh, you'll get hold the deal in a minute. Uh, we got a screenshot. For, oh damn it, I don't have the. Uh, the okay, we got a screenshot for uh, Brooklyn boys beverage. We should hit them up. Get them to be a sponsor. I would love for them to be a sponsor. Uh, I got a great story from the burger. At Burger Meitzer, M-E-I-Z-T-E-R. Uh, got some free breadsticks, $20 gift card, and soup. Uh, they messed up his order. The hostess had the audacity to tell me the importance of checking orders before you leave. She friggin' blamed him. When he called and complained, he said, you should have checked your order before you left. So she called back. he called back, and he got his free dessert, uh, and he said, your podcast inspired me. Uh, and he got he got so he got the uh, gift card and the right soup because the hostess was a dick to him. Um, oh, Lisa Bates at Texas Emerald. She's the one who sent me the Brooklyn the Brody Steakhouse shirt, which I love by the way. Again, if you see Brody businesses, B R O D Y, feel free to send me a shirt and an extra large. Okay, thanks. Uh, at David Brody, every time I hear the I didn't know how much damage water could do commercial, I think of the Brooklyn Boys. It's such a shit commercial. Who doesn't understand water damage? That was an earlier rant. Um, Kelsey Purcell, I've listened to every episode of the 15-Minute Morning Show. Uh, today's is probably my favorite. Oh, dude, you've got to listen to the um, November 28th version of the Elvis Duran 15-Minute Morning Show. It was on another level. Yep. It and then, really was. Uh, I have two more, Ascari, and I, I'll be done, I promise. That's okay. Uh, Jordan S. at JSK084. It's a picture of soup. In a plastic Chinese food container. Right. With the lid upside down. And it says, do you approve of me picking out the carrots and celery from my soup? Yes, I do. <laughs> like a pro. Uh, Lisa Esposito. Again. Yeah, you know Lisa Esposito. Yeah, she, she tweets votes, us often. She votes for us every day. Uh, she, I love the Brooklyn Boys so much. My phone automatically puts at David Brody and at Scary Jones. Hashtag Brody and Scary in that order. Uh, right, right. By yeah. the way, thank you, Lisa Esposito. She, Appreciate she, you. By the way, in the hashtag, she put one extra O in uh, at Brody. Uh, and then, uh, lastly, with Lisa Esposito, she got her free dessert. She has two bags of the Brooklyn Boys Jody's popcorn. Right, and that leads me into what I was going to say. This is not a commercial, but we want you to get in on this before they're all gone. Um, we were given a limited supply of Brooklyn Boys branded caramel popcorn. Again, not a, not a commercial. This is not a commercial. This is just truth. I'm dead being honest. Truth. If you do go to, and they didn't pay for this this time, but if you go to jodyspopcorn.com, um, you you have a selection of anything you want on their website. You don't get the Brooklyn Boys popcorn on their website. People were asking. Use promo code radio at the at the checkout. You get twenty percent off your order, whatever you order. And and Brooklyn Boys uh, well, no, popcorn. No, no. Then you screenshot your order. Yes, yeah, and us. send it to us, and we'll get we, you the popcorn. We here at the Brooklyn Boys. So at the Brooklyn Boys on Instagram or at Brooklyn Boys WTF on right. Twitter. The Brooklyn Boys so, operators are standing by. Yeah, screenshot us your your order and your mailing address, and we will send you the Brooklyn Boys brand. And by the way, don't popcorn. lip don't lip shits it. Don't tweet your information in public. Right. 
Don't lip shit. Oh, I just got a text message from the president of podcasting, Chris Peterson. Ooh. He said we should catch up. Now, um, catch up meaning because we're in third place th- in the that, voting? That's what I was wondering. No, he Mel-tom. means talk. Mel-tom. I just did mail time. I'm sorry. Mel-tom. That sounds like it's mail time. By the way, I got, Welcome. I got a lot of shit You've I'm got angry mail. about, so it's still coming. Okay, it's coming up next. Yeah, all right. Uh, hey, guys. Anthony from Long Island here. Been a fan of the big show for many years and a lot in common with Scary as far as family. Like I said, my name is Anthony. My father's name is Tony. And I got a brother named Steven. Holy, holy shit. Uh, okay, reason I'm emailing is I listened to all the episodes and went back to listen to the old ones. I noticed Brody had his wife come on the air, and he didn't never. say this is my wife, and just wondering why. Hmm. Um, you when, never when, had your wife on? Wait, 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 wait. When did my wife come on? She, he just said say it that, again? He said uh, Brody, Brody had his wife come on the air, and he didn't say this is my wife. Maybe it really wasn't your wife. Maybe he was mistaken. Have you have you ever had her on? Yeah, my wife's been on the, the big show. All right, well, anyway. A few times, but usually Elvis says, oh, we've got Brody's beautiful wife on the air. Uh, I hey, don't normally introduce... I don't talk on the air very much, so well, I wouldn't have introduced her. Well, figured you guys would read this on the email segment. Skiri, you keep yeah, doing know, your commercials know. on the podcast. Is and- he implying that my wife called in and I didn't say that's my wife and she I- pretended not to be my wife? I don't know. No, my wife doesn't like show business. She like doesn't like. She wouldn't call up to be on the radio. She's not like her. <laughs> Listen to this guy. Scary, you keep doing your commercials on the podcast, and Brody, you make sure you hit the jingle. <laughs> Brody, you're hilarious. I love all the jingles and songs that you've made over the years. Thank you. Don't get mad for bringing this up. Why would we get mad? Why would you get mad? Thank you, Anthony. That's oh, Anthony. I think because he complimented me a lot. Oh, I don't care. Anthony, are you? Are the zone. Uh, okay, so then we got one from, oh, I had to read this one. Austin White. Uh, oh, I don't like that sound you made. Because it opens with... Uh-oh. The one in white. Get the fucking jingle ready. <laughs> that, that's the subject. What's up, you fuck yous, fucks? I've been I've been binge listening to the podcast for a little over a month now. Currently at episode number fifty-seven. Started at number zero. Or I started at zero. Thank you for making it work even more enjoyable. And by the way, what sociopath doesn't listen to or watch anything in order if they aren't caught up? Right. And I've been listening to the big show for as long as I can remember. Um. Up until now, I've been Team Skiri and Brody. And now that was until Skiri really tried rationalizing what goats wear. Goats wear white fur. Cue the fucking jingle, Brody. I know you'll be a few episodes ahead of this when you when I hear this, but how can you wear something that you grow? Right. I'm, I'm African American. Shout out to Spruce. But am I am I am I wearing black? No. The goat didn't walk to its goat closet and say, I'll wonder what color fur I'm going to show the fellas today. He grew the fucking fur. It's a part of him. Therefore, he is white. So now, Skiri, because of you and your irrational thought process, I now have to represent the show as Brody and Skiri. Thank you. All jokes aside, you guys truly make my days enjoyable uh, while I gradually build up anxiety by not having several episodes a day to listen to. Once I'm all caught up, I know I'll never be disappointed. Fuck you, Abe77. I will not move up by the trash can so you can reset your little drive-thru timer and ruin my invisible shirt. Please send me one and go slices. Wow, this guy is a fan. And as a relatively new Brooklynite, what are your respective top five restaurants in Brooklyn? Love you, schmucks. Uh, this uh, That's from Austin White. How ironic. Austin White is, is an African-American. He's black. 
but he's not the. <laughs> there you go. Well, Walter White was. White. I know, I know, but uh, anyway. Yeah. So, so he all wants right. to know our recommendations. We'll tell uh, you. That's all, that's too hard. We'll tell you offline. And we don't know so what you like. If I tell you a great Turkish restaurant, and you don't like Turkish food. Right. You can't do that. Here, here's what I'll say. We've we've told you. The, by the way, somebody tweeted it this week. Loves the podcast, and they asked if we've ever had the Farah's pizza. Oh, come on, how could you listen to this podcast? You... Yeah. The Farah's. Not listening. No. Not listening in order. All right. Anyway, uh, also somebody said, have Spruce, Spruce on more often. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I love Spruce. Love Spruce. He, we he we should bring him. Where is he today? I'm he missing him. He didn't walk by. I'm missing the smell of his cocoa butter. He does wear that. And what does that, he wear? He, it's, he's got like shea butter? What does he wear? Yeah, so Spruce likes to uh, wear like a light skim coat. Uh, for his elbows and different places. It smells so good he when he smells walks like, in. He always smells like you're on a beach vacation. Yes. Right. I thought that was his cologne I want first. him to braid my hair. <laughs> you know, like on the beach, they go, yeah, oh, braid yeah. your hair. Yeah, okay. So, no, Spruce, I don't know. He's not right, around. Okay, fine. Yeah. We'll do without him. Oh, okay. So what's bothering you? Oh, that's a wrong question to ask me. Uh, I, I, I want to talk about, well, what's the, we're in November now. You I got plenty of time. By the way, you don't have to want to talk about anyone, anything. Just talk about it. Okay. Let, let me just talk about, uh, the name of our fan See, army. Again. The name of our fan army. I know. Well, you go, well, you, you said pretty much four times today, but no reason. Like, huh. Oh, he pretty much sent out a you letter. Know we also say a lot, both of us. Yeah. What? You gotta be honest. Oh, that's cause I want to let you know. Because, but that's also, he's trying to sugarcoat some yeah, shit. Yeah. I gotta be honest. You're an asshole. <laughs> That, that's that's the that's the, in our neighborhood. People ultimate. used to go not for nothing. Yeah, gotta be honest. Yeah, it's like you want me to be honest. Okay, so you are going to insult me here. No, I'm gonna be honest. I love pizza. Like that's not. It doesn't always. No, but you, you usually don't say that before that. All right. You, yeah. Usually it's something negative. But okay. So yesterday, Elvis comes in and he says, "We really need a name for the fan army of the morning show." I don't know where he got that idea from. <clears throat> Slices. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, anyway. Uh, no, probably not. Anyway, so uh, everyone, just, everyone, everyone has a fan everyone army. has a fan army. We're, the I mean, Ari- the Grandes, or the, what are they? The Arianas. The, 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 the Selena Gomez has the Selenators. The, the Beliebers. The Arianators. Uh, yeah. Okay. By the way, I, all of it. if we got one wrong, Swifties. All of it. Don't yeah. tweet us. Doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. We already know. Right. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, right off the top of my head, I say Duranimals, or Duranimals if you prefer. Even though we yeah. say Duran, it's Duranimals. So couple is, people, we, that's a layup. We knew that. that really, because no one else came up with it. But all right, I thought of it. Yeah, you didn't say it. Doesn't count. I invented the light bulb, but I didn't say anything to anybody. All right, so, uh, so a couple people in the room were like, "Oh, that's really good." And Elvis was in the room when I said it. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I said it as he was walking out of the room, and he was. He looked at me like, "Huh," and he walked out. So you said, "Nah, you don't like it." Right. We and, and for the record. You and I and Gandhi, we were all in the room, and we agreed that we loved it. And I did love it, but I was trying to read Elvis's face because when he walked out, but he, like, I interrupted him as he was leaving. He left, and I'm right. like, so, I'm Gandhi, I'm sitting, I'm so, like, so Gandhi said, went into the dictionary online and looked at every word that starts with an, and she's like, uh, um, Durantalopes, you know, for antelope, like every word. So anyway, um, so uh, you were like, I know Elvis didn't like it. Yeah, I said, because- how do you not? It, and you said to me, I know that man 24 years. I can tell he doesn't like it. It's it's too, I don't know, masculine or angry animals. It sounds, because cause you, you don't think of, you would sooner think of the Durainbows for our show wow. than the Duranimals. That's that's a little, bit, animal, that's a little bit offensive. Animal is it, it speaks that's to a more bit. of a, a primitive, primal thing. It, it could be yeah, people so, are passionate about our show. But it also, 
I thought Elvis was okay. Okay, I thought I got it wrong. Okay, what do you want me to say? No, 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 no. I, I you know, you were yelling at you were yelling at Gandhi well, and Danielle. Yelling, you're like, I was you're like saying, ah, no, Brody, you're wrong. You're wrong. I, I know I, him 24 I thought, years. I thought that he. I had a miscalculation. Come up with a backup. I, play, I thought play, maybe play the clip. Where's the clip? There's Sur- a clip search, on this. Yeah, search. I got a clip. Search the way we always search. You know how to find it. What? Okay. Search on the Duranimals. Yeah, I want the audience, in case you missed it, to hear what Elvis said. Now, we edited this because it was a middle part that was boring. So, he mentioned Duranimals. We talked about it. We talked about other names that could be. I, I also submitted Durfans. Right. Duranf- uh, Dur- so, when he, but when he walked out of the room, I really did think that he hated it. But you didn't just say of his face. You said... He's gonna think it's too too ma- too masculine, too male, too too, too much, a- too aggressive. It, it, it sounds like it's the wrong fit for a show. He said that- too aggressive. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. we're waiting for other people to come up with names for our fan army. Mm. How about the Elvis Duranimals? I like it. These are actually submitted by okay. people in the room. Yes. <laughs> the Elvis Durfans. That those two no. lines, which has sort of a that sounds stupid. Eastern European sound. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Duranophylactic suckers. I, I like the Duranimals. Sound good to me. Or, yeah. They're Elvis Durfans. <laughs> yeah, it sounds good to him. Loved it. Okay, so he liked it. They're already printing up merchandise. Good. By the way, of which I don't get a percentage. I was going to say nothing. You did nothing. <laughs> I was. I wanted. To, I, I was going to say Duranimaniacs or Duraniacs or whatever. But the point is. It, it doesn't matter either way. He he got he got what he wanted, and I mis uh, I misjudged. Even I'm sorry. by the way, even I'm after sorry, El- I misjudged. Even after Elvis came back on the air and said, "All right, that's it, Duranimals." The text messages kept coming for hours with people suggesting things. Yeah, and I wanted to be like, "I we appreciate that you're, you you want to be part of the show." One person got angry, and they're like, "I don't understand. I sent it in four times. Why aren't you going to be Duranorama?" Now, Duranorama mm-hmm. is the name of a concert. It's not the name of a fan army. You can't. What? Are, what are you? I'm a slice. What are you? I'm a Duranorama. What does that mean? You can't be a singular Duranorama. You can't be one of many Duranorama. There's no S. There's no singular. Didn't make any sense. So I wrote them back, and they're like, "No, it's a great name. No, it's not. Not a great name. Not a great name. What? No, nothing. I thought you had a rant for today. Uh, or you, know you all ranted out. No, no. Uh." I want to tell you about what happened. We're, we're going to come back and do another one of these on Monday. Yeah, we're going to get one earlier in the yeah, week. because you guys aren't away. So I'm going to tell you what happened when I called uh, my daughter's uh, uh, tuition company. So I, I let's let's say the name of the company is Jim's Tuition Company. Okay? Okay. Uh, I'm not going to mention the not name. Not Sally Mae, Freddie Mac? No, we'll say Jim. Okay. So uh, I, I, I take out the massive loan for her first year of college. And the way it works is they send the check to the college for the full year, right? And then the college disperses it each semester. They take money out of the account and pay for college as as needed. So it took like a month and a half before the money ever went. So I'm getting letters that we didn't pay the college tuition. My daughter's at risk, whatever. So I had to call over and over and over again. So I had I, Jim on the phone. We were at Gurney's. You may have seen me walk away. I was fighting with them. So. Um, so after a week and a half of fighting with them to get them to pay, they lost it. They miscalculated it. I got a $150 Amex gift card Good. from them for my troubles, right? In case my daughter needs any in- incidentals at school. Okay. So good. We're good. I, I fought with them. I got the $150, a little free dessert. No problem. My daughter gets an email this week because she's on the account and it says, your account is past due. You've missed two payments. What? We didn't get a bill. We didn't get anything. Not from Jimmy's 
Jimmy's uh, uh, tuition company, Jimmy's loans, never got anything. So she forwards us the email, and it's, uh, let's say it's uh, it's Andy's Quick Pay, right? Not a real name, but all right, Andy's Quick Pay. So I, I go, Andy's Quick Pay? What the hell's Andy's Quick Pay? So I, I look it up, and Andy's Quick Pay is the money receivable division of ah. Jimmy's Loans. Well, Jimmy's Loans never told me, keep an eye out for mail from, from uh, what is it, Andy? What did I say? Yeah. Andy, whatever it is. Let's say Andy, Andy's yeah. Quick Pay. So I never noticed Andy's Quick Pay emails. I never noticed Andy's Quick Pay mail to the house, nothing. So I call up Andy's Quick Pay, and I say, oh, whoa, whoa, what the hell? Oh, well, yeah, we're a subsidiary of Jim's uh, uh, tuition. So I said, well, I didn't know that. Yeah, she's you're two payments behind, and we we've uh, we've put twenty five dollar fee on both payments. You're you're, you're late, fifty dollars. I go, oh no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> you don't do that. No no no. Oh. So I say, look, don't fuck with the maestro, David Brody. Yeah, I said, oh, oh. Here, here's the problem here. You guys didn't tell me. I had no idea that Andy's was a subsidiary of Jim's. Oh yeah, okay, but you didn't tell me that. Well, they should have told you that, but they didn't. Because I would have paid it, all right? Oh, well, I'm terribly sorry, but um, yeah, you, you, you're you behind, and we had to assess the $50 fee. I said, you know, it was bad enough that you would, it took almost two months to get the money to the college, <laughs> right? Okay, but now you're telling me you didn't notify me properly, and you're going to charge me 50 bucks? No. I said, here's what you're going to do. Oh, you, you said that. Here's yeah. what you're going to do? I said, I'm going to promise you I will log into your website now that I know who the hell you are, I will set up auto pay. Good. And I will pay the bill, no problem. You're going to do me a favor. I appreciate you being very nice today. Karen. Her name was Karen. I don't know if we've had other problems with Karens before, but her name is Karen. And I said, Karen, this is what you're going to do. You're going to waive that fee for me, okay? Because it's not my fault. I didn't know that you were a subsidiary. I had no idea who you are. Nobody told me. There's nothing in the paperwork from Jim's that says whatever. She says, oh, no, we can't do that. Ooh. What? Yeah, we can't. We're not, we're not, we're not able to do that. What do you mean? Uh, we can't do that. I said, but I thought you, you were going to tell her what you were going to do. So I said, no, 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 I said, wait a minute. What do you mean you can't do it? It's your company. You can do whatever you want. You told her that? Yeah. Don't tell me you can't do it. What you mean is you choose not to do it. You're deciding not to do it. You're not going to go to someone that has the authority to do it. Oh, no, we're not able to do that. No, 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 no. You're able to do it. It's your company. You're the ones that charged me 50 bucks. You're also the ones that never told me who the who the f you are. I was pissed. So she says, "Sir, it's not possible." Oh, it's possible. You're gonna take the fifty. I'm not paying fifty dollars. As it is, you're charging me like I don't know six and a half percent interest on a friggin' loan. I could buy a house with the interest you're charging me, you fucks. So you're gonna take the fifty dollars. I said, "Get me a supervisor." I don't know if any of them are around. Go look for a supervisor. So she puts me on hold. I'm on hold. And she comes back and she says, I couldn't find a supervisor. I'm sorry. She lied. She lied. Yeah. She lied. I said, I said, you know what? You're going to find me a supervisor. I'm not getting off the phone till you get me my $50 back. Because you're choosing not to take the $50 off. So she says, all right, sir, please hold. And I wait, I wait. I go, you know what? I got an idea. I haven't pulled this one out in a while. I'm going to use it. Because I see where we're going with Karen. By the way, fuck you, Karen. Here's what I did. I hung up. I called back. Right? I got Julie. Hi, Julie. Hi, how are you today? Julie, you got to help me. This is embarrassing. I'm driving home. I'm talking to one of your coworkers. I don't remember her name, right? 
and I tell a story about how the payments were late. I didn't know the subsidiary, the whole thing. I said, she was really nice. She was about to credit me the $50, <laughs> and I, got, I went through the tunnel. I got disconnected. Can you help me? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's about to give you the credit. Yeah. And then we got disconnected. I feel terrible. Good. I hope she doesn't think she, I, I hope she doesn't think I hung up on her. I feel terrible. <laughs> so I said, I said, uh, is there a record that I called before? She says, yeah, but that person's in another office. I have no way of getting in touch with her. Of course not. I said, oh, I feel You're a terrible. You're a conglomerate of a company. I one said, hand doesn't said, know what the other's doing can ever. You, can you check for me? Because she was going to go get approval. She says, well, there's no record of it. Hold on a second. I'll put me on hold. She came back. She says, I took care of it. We got the $50. I'm terribly sorry. Oh, oh there you go. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so when, when bitch one doesn't want to help you, fuck you, Karen. Hang up on her. Call back and play the nut roll. That's, that's angle two. Right there. That's great. That'll be in my book. Part of the, that is awesome. And by the way, I've used that before. Yeah, I love it that. works. Oh, it sure does. Yeah, it's the craziest thing. Just as she was asking me for my last name, oh, the, phone the phone went phone dead. Dropped. She's like, no, no problem. Just give me your information. And the phone went dead. Uh, the phone just, <laughs> bad service. Yeah. So the $50. I was going right. through the tunnel. I was so, 20,000 leagues under the fucking seat. Right, my so phone. not free dessert. But I got regular. I got the meal taken care of. Don't matter. But what I should pay. You got it. You did it well. Don't tell me you can't do it. It's your company. You can do it. Oh, we can't do that. No, yes, you can't. You can't waive the fee that you put on? I oh. like I like that line, though, in particular. When somebody says, we can't do that. <laughs> Actually, you can do it. You you're can do anything. You're choosing not to you, do it. You're choosing not. Or you haven't worked well enough in that company to get promoted to a level where you can. She says, we're not, we don't do that. We don't do that. Oh, yes, you, you do. You have in the past. Don't lie to me. Yeah. You've Don't done lie that. to me. At six and a half or whatever the percent interest rate is, you would take fifty dollars off. F you, Karen. Seriously. Stop, boy, I feel like we've uh, taken shit like we've that. Karen before. We have, yeah, whatever. No, no. We're from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. The boys from Brooklyn. Brooklyn.